Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we are back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. I hope you guys have had a pretty awesome week so far uh, on this Wednesday night here, eight days before the NFL draft. And with that, we have an interview for you guys today with at Turn Up the Jets on Instagram, Joe. Really happy to have him on board this episode. Uh, we'll get to that interview in a minute. Um, before we do that, just have a few things to touch on. Only eight days away from the draft. The Jets pretty quiet up to this point. Um, who knows what they're going to do with pick number 23, pick number 34. Who knows? Really going to be uh, really exciting to um, to get into all of that next week, eight days away. So just wanted to touch on that. No no real news with the Jets over the past couple of days. Um, they've been pretty radio silent as expected leading up to the draft. So pretty cool stuff. Um, without further ado, we will get to the interview. I'll have some questions after the interview to answer always on my Instagram at near Jets game plan. And now let's get to the interview with Joe from at turn up the jets on Instagram. And welcome back. We are here with Joe turn up the jets on Instagram, and we're going to go through a few questions for you, Joe. Thank you for coming on board. Thank you, Tyler. I appreciate it, man. Excited to be here. Yep. So I just have a few questions here. Um, first one here is just going to be with the Jets expected to select BYU QB Zach Wilson with the number two overall pick. What are your final thoughts on Wilson as we're only eight days away from the draft? My final thoughts is that I just believe he's the guy. I think he's the best option. It was weird. Like early on, I was a Justin Fields guy, but more and more you look into the tape with Wilson. I think it's just a scheme fit at the end of the day. And that's why I lean towards Wilson by a, by a large margin at this point. Due to his athletic abilities, his ability to roll out of the pocket, throw in the run, and that's kind of what you ask with the West Coast offense. So I'm excited to see what he can do, and I think it's more so what can the Jets do to make Zach Wilson successful, more so what he can make Jets successful. I think it's all up to Joe Douglas, that new regime, to bring in playmakers, to bring in you know, protection, basically do whatever – just basically do the opposite of whatever Mike McCagnan and Adam Gase did for Sam Darnold. So I'm excited for Wilson, and I, I think I'm I'm all in with him at this point. Yeah, it's a great answer. Um, of course, offensive coordinator Mike LaFleur coming over from the Shanahan system is going to do Wilson great things, hopefully. Um, that's going to bring great benefits to the Jets. Um, if they do select Wilson, which it's definitely looking that way at this point. So great answer there. Um, next question here. Um, to move forward from the number two overall pick, what position would you like the Jets to? Uh, what position would you like the Jets to uh, pick at number twenty-three overall? Any players that you're a fan of? Yeah, so I think it's right now between cornerback and offensive lineman, and I think if Greg Newsom is there from Northwestern, I would snag him due to the the depth of the offensive lineman in this class. I think you could get starting caliber offensive linemen in the second and third rounders. And we know that the jets have an early second, they got two third rounders. So I feel like if a guy like Newsom is there, you go get him basically because he's a zone corner. And that's exactly what Robert Solid's going to do. I think it's all about the scheme fit in terms of drafting these guys. He has that linkiness to him. He was under a really good system with Pat Fitzgerald over there in Northwestern. So if Newsom's there, he would be my pick. If not, I would be willing to reach for an offensive lineman and maybe like a guy like Creed Humphrey. But I also like Elijah Vera Tucker. I don't think he'll be there. But I think Newsom would be most realistic at 23 for me. Yeah, of course, uh, ABT, Elijah Vera Tucker, 
he'll probably go earlier than 23, but if he falls to the Jets, it's a pipe dream, right? Oh, yeah. Um they're definitely looking probably a corner. Um, they didn't do much there in free agency. They may still be looking to bring pool back, of course, or go for a guy like Richard Sherman, who's been rumored to uh, be of Salah's interest as of late. So never know what's going to happen there. But yeah, offensive line and just how you mentioned cornerback is very, um, very important to this team moving forward. I think if the Jets do see a guard there that they're willing to take a number 23 overall, they're going to pull the trigger. And if they see a guy like Greg Newsom, the second there at a Northwestern, just sitting there, um, they may also pick him as well. So you never know. Great answer there again. Uh, next question here. What were your thoughts on the Donald trade overall, right? We're going back a little bit about a week or two now. What are your thoughts on the Donald trade? And do you see Sam doing well in Carolina? My thoughts were I was honestly surprised that they got three picks, to be honest with you. I mean, they get a two, four, six. And I, I know a lot of Jets fans probably there's half and half. Everyone's all in on Wilson or people thought that Darnold was deserving of a second chance. I think it was just a few years too late. He's under a contract year. You don't want to pay him starting caliber money, especially when you have so many holes. So I was surprised that they got that much. I honestly would have been happy with the second rounder, never mind a second, a fourth, and a sixth. And in terms of being successful, I do think he could be successful. I think they got a good thing going over there with Matt Rule and Joe Brady, and those are by far the two best coaches he's ever played with in the NFL. And you, you look at, with, in a weapon standpoint, you got Robbie Anderson, a familiar face. You got DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, arguably the best running back. And they got a good spot going in the draft, too. They got the eighth pick, and they also got their second and third rounders. They can go get him weapons, go get him protection. I think if you go get a guy like Rashad Slater with the eighth pick, that will help Darnold. So I think Darnold can be successful more so of the surrounding cast, but obviously it's not a sure thing. We, we've seen that as Jets fans, but um, yeah, it, it was definitely shocking of what they got. And I, I do think it was a nice place. It was better than Chicago. I think he's more likely to succeed in Carolina than Chicago. Cause I knew that was a rumor as well. Yeah, um, Carolina was one of the best systems, in my opinion, for Sam to go, right? It's a quick read system with Joe, Joe Brady there as the offensive coordinator. He, he, I think he's going to do great things in Carolina, especially because of his surrounding cast. Uh, he never really had that with the Jets, obviously. He was throwing to guys like uh, uh, Deontay Burnett, right, uh, out wide. So it's just hard to really fathom him having any success on the Jets when his supporting cast over the last three years was really just not too good and I think Carolina was a great landing spot for him uh, as you mentioned the haul they got back was pretty surprising yeah I thought a two four and six is pretty surprising for a guy who hasn't really lived up to the number three overall pick hype um, but yeah those are really good final thoughts there and lastly I think I'm going to start doing this with all these interviews I have on here who is your all-time favorite Jets player and why it's got to be Curtis Martin um, he, he's really the guy who made me fall in love with the team and it was more so because I was at a younger age. I was just starting to play football myself. And I just looked up to him. I mean, just how, how he carried himself. He was so good. And you wouldn't even know that he was that good. Just how he carried himself. You see a lot of players, you know, they kind of get away with their egos. And that tends to happen, I, I guess, if you're in those shoes and that type of pressure. But he was just the most humble guy out there and arguably the most talented guy out there. So Curtis Martin, definitely. I was a super fan. I had all his jerseys, whatever, memorabilia of him and he really made me fall in love and stick with the team through the the thick and the thin and uh yeah i, I think it's, it's definitely curtis martin by far for me 
Yeah, awesome. Uh, mine's Darrell Rivas, I think. Uh, that 2009-2010 team was great, and I just can't get over it. So oh, yeah. really, really cool answer there. <laughs> Joe, I really appreciate you coming on to the Game Plan Podcast. I'll definitely hop on your podcast um, sometime now. Can you just plug that real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Love to come, love to have you come on. Uh, yeah, it's called uh, Jets Unrestricted. You can find it on, on Spotify as well, uh, on Apple Music. It's fairly new. Uh, going on to my fifth episode and yeah, I would love to have you on as well, Tyler. And I appreciate you having me on again. Awesome. Yeah. I'll definitely plug that on my Instagram. Thank you, Joe, so much. Make sure you follow him at turn up the jets on Instagram. Really good guy. Really cool. Jets content. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Welcome back from the interview I had with Joe at turn up the jets on Instagram. Really hope you guys enjoyed that. He's a really cool guy. Has really good content on the platform. So um, really hope you guys enjoyed that one. Um, Without further ado, we can get to some more questions. Um, I just had a few lined up here, if I can get to them on photos. Um, some really good questions every week, obviously, from you guys on Instagram. I really appreciate the support and the interaction I've been getting on that. Um, it's just really cool to interact with fans since we're so close to the draft and since these questions have been so in-depth. I keep asking for them every week, and I really appreciate it. Um, so first question here, a simple one, right? Round one, pick 23. Who are you going with, basically? That's from at Bearcat81 on Instagram. I'm going with any available offensive lineman, in my opinion. And I think there are going to be some guys there who are going to be worth taking, such as hopefully Elijah Vera Tucker Falls, doubt it. Maybe an Alex Leatherwood, um, potentially a Creed Humphrey, depending on if Joe Douglas feels he's worth uh, the pick at 23. Um, Tevin Jenkins, if he falls, I know he's getting a lot of love late in this draft process, but he's a guy that I think Joe Douglas really likes, and I think he would be willing to target him if he was there at that pick. So um, that'll be interesting to see if Douglas reaches for an offensive lineman, if he really wants to improve uh, the gut of those trenches right there at guard. Um, they still obviously need some help with the tackle position. George Fant, he's replaceable. The Jets could replace him possibly with Jenkins. Um, he played some OT in college for the majority, if not all of his college career. So um, he'll be comfortable there if the Jets do figure to play him at the tackle spot. Um, obviously, cornerback, um, wide receiver is also a position of need that I don't think they're going to pick that early on. And I think running back will be also addressed possibly in the later rounds. Um, speaking of running back, right here from at strike thrower 10, should the Jets take a running back in the first round? I don't think so. I don't think Joe, uh, Douglas is going to really um, even entertain that idea. I think they're set at running back right now with Ty Johnson as the lead back, I believe. Um, also, Tevin Coleman there as well has um has some experience playing in that michael floor kyle shanahan system so it will be interesting to see how they balance the running back tree on that team there's a depth chart of lamichael Pirine, ty johnson josh adams now tevin coleman they have guys there that are capable of getting the job done in a running back heavy system and a running back friendly system they run the zone scheme they're going to run it to the left side with becton leading off so It'll be interesting there if they can maybe find a running back in the later rounds or if they stay comfortable with who they have um, behind center. Um, next question here um, from at Steve Patrick 93 offensive line or corner with our second pick. Um, Again, pick number 23. Um, same kind of answer I gave before. I'm going to go with offensive line 10 out of 10 times. I do think corner's a uh, point in need there. I just don't think um, I just don't think Douglas is going to 
pick a corner over an offensive lineman, especially at that premier position that I know he likes to um he likes to really add depth at. So um I could see offensive line being a real priority there for the Jets at twenty three. Good questions so far here. Next question here is from at um I'll just say at Sadie Joe. Uh, it's kind of a hard name to pronounce there. If J O K, um, who pronounced is Jeremiah Owasu uh, Karamoa, I believe it is, uh, falls to twenty three linebacker. Of course, do we scoop him? Um, yeah, I mean, I I I think linebacker is a position of need as well for the Jets. I'm not sure if it's going to be prioritized at twenty three, but J O K's. Um, I believe he was rated the best coverage linebacker uh, in the draft. So I think uh, the Jets need um, coverage linebackers, and they need guys who can cover guys over the top, um, especially guys going across the middle. Um, the Jets really struggled with that last uh, last season, and you could tell. Um, I think though they take that into consideration, linebacker at twenty three. I just don't think he's going to make it past the top fifteen, in my opinion. I think a team's going to snag him there and then. Um, I think those are all the questions I have there. Really good lineup of questions this week, though, guys. I really appreciate the comments and questions I've been getting, especially now that it is draft time. A lot more where that came from. So I think that might be it for this episode of the Game Plan Podcast. I really appreciate you guys sticking around. Interview this week. Hopefully we can get someone on next week for the draft. Um, hopefully I could do. Uh, I'm going to do another podcast uh, Wednesday or Thursday, depending on how I feel. Um, I might do one Thursday night. Um, depending on if I feel the Jets may make a splash move at 23 or it's worth uh, getting an instant reaction out there. So um, I'll let you guys know, but I really appreciate the support. Um, make sure you follow me at New York Jets Game Plan on Instagram, at New York Jets Game Plan on Twitter, and make sure you read some of my stuff at the Jet Press. Haven't been writing so much on there lately, but hope to get back to that as May approaches. Also, from the interview, make sure you follow at Turn Up the Jets on Instagram. That's Joe at Turn Up the Jets on Instagram. And make sure you check his uh, new podcast out that he plugged in the earlier interview. So I appreciate you guys sticking around, and I'll be back for episode 20 next week.